everybody welcome back to real unfiltered sex talk with honey i'm honey i'm glad you're here uh so i'm really surprised that i didn't get any direct responses to yesterday's episode um on fetishes or sickness i did get some emails like I normally do every day from listeners, but not in response to yesterday's um, episode. So I, I admit I'm a little surprised by that, guys. Um, if if you didn't listen to it, please go back and listen to it. And if it if it brings up any questions for you, please email me because I'm really interested. And, you know, I ask you guys this or tell you guys this. I encourage you every time I talk to you that um, I really love hearing from you and um, enjoy the conversation that the episodes create. So um, I would say that that's probably at least half of why I do what I do. I really enjoy starting a conversation. Um, and these are the topics that I enjoy. Uh, so having said that, I do want to remind you that this is an adult-only podcast, so please be 18 or above to listen. And if you're not, please exit. <laughs> uh, my email is honeyshive62 at gmail.com. My Twitter is at honeyshive, and it's always H-U-N-N-Y-S, honeyshive. H-I-V-E. Alright guys, so today's episode. I don't actually know how long this episode will be. I feel like it won't be too long. I have a lot to say about it, but I've talked about it before. Um, it's just a question that's on my mind because, again, which is usually what inspires me, it was inspired by a couple of conversations that I had yesterday. Uh, with a um, a viewer on my um, uh, I, a viewer a fan I don't know a subscriber a subscriber on my OnlyFans page that I have been having an ongoing conversation with and uh, then um, and and actually also a conversation that I had with um, my boyfriend last night well it was a very very small conversation but. A conversation nonetheless. It was just over text. It was just a couple of of back and forths, but but it was in line with the conversation I'm having with the man, the subscriber on my OnlyFans. So of course today I was thinking, what could I talk about? And that's what's on my mind. And what is it you say? Shut the hell up, honey, and tell us what it is. Okay. Well, so it's a question for you my viewers, my listeners, it's a question for you. When it comes to relationships and what kind of relationship you would ideally like to have. Now, most of my viewers, my demographics, they, they fall in the higher age range. Most people are 40 or above. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, if I edited my podcast, I'd edit that out, but I don't. So thank you, because I know many of you said bless you. <laughs> um, anyway, most of my most of my listeners are 40 and above. 
there are younger ones, but the greater majority are above 40. So I think at that age, you pretty much know what kind of relationship you would ideally love to have. And when I say what kind of relationship, I'm referring to whether your, um, your ideal relationship is monogamous, whether it is an open marriage, um, ethical non-monogamy, polyamory, uh, or um, lifestyle lifestyle. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through each one just in case you're wondering, uh, what each one entails. Uh, I'll be brief. Okay. So monogamy, that's traditional, uh, partners, and they only have sex with each other. And typically that includes emotional, uh, they, 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 they only share their emotions and their bodies with each other and nobody else. And then there's, um, I, I, I said something else, but uh, ethical non-monogamy is what I'll go to next. Ethical non-monogamy. That is when you have, uh, you can have um, boyfriends or girlfriends or dates um, outside of your marriage, but it's with the permission of your partner. And uh, basically an open marriage is the same thing. I tend to, I tend to feel like open marriage, when you say open marriage, it's more of just a free for all where I, I feel like ethical non-monogamy is a little more controlled, like it, it, and everybody's different, but I just feel from the people I've talked to that ethical non-monogamy and open marriage, the difference is ethical non-monogamy is a little more thought out and a little more, um, conservative. Whereas an open marriage is just a free for all. Just if you're out and you feel like fucking, you just do. And it's, it doesn't matter. You don't have to account to anybody. It doesn't matter. So then we have polyamory where you can have multiple loves in your life. You might all live together. You might all share each other, or you, um, you could live together and have a primary and that primary has multiple loves and their loves do not co-love. They just love you. Hopefully that made sense. Um, or you could just uh, have many loves in your life and your, your partner and you both. And in a lot of polyamorous relationships that are, are done that way, uh, you will have one partner who probably you might talk to them and, and that partner uh, and, and it doesn't seem to be predominantly man or woman. Um, it's, it's either, uh, they may have had in, in let's say in a five-year relationship, they may have had one, maybe two, um, girlfriends or boyfriends and the partner, uh, will be much more active. Maybe they've got two or three current lovers, uh, and they do tend to call them lovers, but at any rate, a lot of times you do have one partner that's a little more active than the other. But the point is, you are capable of loving multiple people. Um, so that's polyamory. And then lifestyle. Lifestyle would mean that you're in a relationship that is, it's almost like ethical non-monogamy. Except in ethical non-monogamy, you can have extracurricular relationships. 
with your partner's approval. In lifestyle, it's the family that plays together stays together attitude. Even if even if you're you're swapping, um, and it can it can run the whole spectrum from you are a couple who goes to sex sex parties and watches people have sex and then you go home and you have sex or maybe you even like to have sex in front of other people but you don't touch anyone else you only touch each other or it could go all the way to the other end of the spectrum where you find a couple that you both like you go into a room um you have sex with the other you swap complete swap with each other in the same room or you swap and go your separate ways have sex with that new person that is married to the one you're your partner's going to have sex with and then come back together when you're done. So it could be anything and everything in between. So those are, as far as I can, I, I think those are the five different types of relationships that you could have in a ongoing long-term relationship. And I'm curious what your ideal relationship looks like and even if even if it's just a fantasy at this point even if it's just a desire and you you don't even think that you'd ever find it or if maybe you and your partner are talking about having that type of relationship if you have questions and that's really what I want to get to I want some questions I I'm feeling like it would be a really interesting podcast to talk to people who have either embarked on one of these sorts of relationships or is considering it. And let's talk about it. Um, ask questions or tell us experiences and let me ask questions. You know, whatever the case, I think it'd be a very interesting conversation. Now, I'm going to venture a guess that most people are more probably more in the still trying to um, find someone to have this type of relationship with or uh, trying to convince their partner or maybe not convince but explore the opportunities with their partner much better way to put it because just a little hint a little pro tip don't ever don't ever convince your partner to have to change your status to change your relationship status if you ever get an itch or if you've always had the itch to have a different sort of relationship and you bring it up to your partner good for you good for you you should bring it up to your partner I think everybody should have the type of relationship they want but if your partner is adamantly against it do not continue and try to change their mind it won't work even if you do change their mind it it almost 100% won't work uh, they will resent you and you will end up divorced or just broken up, whatever the case is. That person will resent you even if they even if they make the best of it and, and maybe it's wonderful for a few years even. Eventually, it will fall apart. So, so if you have opposition from a partner, please do not convince them. If you've met somebody new and you just, she's so fucking hot or he's so fucking hot, you want them so bad, I just gotta fuck that person and I want this kind of... You know, if you know that you want a certain type of relationship and you find somebody you're just so fucking hot for, but they have no interest. Put your cock away, zip up your pants and walk the other way. There will be other women or men or whatever. You will get over it. Go jerk off, 
and get over it because that relationship is doomed. Now, if you just want to have a, you know, a casual fling, go for it. Make sure she knows or he knows that that's what it is. Anyway, I got a little sidetracked there because so many people just don't communicate and end up screwing themselves out of a relationship and fucking with other people's lives because they can't keep their genitals to themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, I think that everybody should have the ideal relationship that they want. I think that it's always worthy of attempting to get that. Um, worthy of a conversation. And I don't care how old you are either, guys. I don't care if you are young and just figuring it out. I don't care if you're middle-aged. I don't care if you are 70. If you still have the desire to have a relationship like this, then I think it's always worthy of uh, talking to your partner. I think it's always worthy of, um, of finding somebody that's compatible. And, and another thing, guys, you know, I know I said, don't try to convince your partner if they're not interested. And I stand by that. But here is one little caveat to that. People do change about every seven to 10 years. That is true. We change. We change as people. We might not change much. We might not change much. We might change a lot. It might be subtle. It might be really obvious. But we do change. So I don't think there's anything wrong with every, you know, five to ten years maybe opening the topic up again. As long as you do it in a way that's non-threatening and they understand that you are totally okay with whatever the reply is. If they still haven't changed their thoughts, that's fine. That you're only asking because they may have changed your mind and you don't want to miss that opportunity if it's something they're interested in. And if they're still not, you shut it down immediately so they don't feel threatened. And that way you can continue bringing it up every once in a while. And I mean years in between. If you notice a great change in your partner, it's worth bringing up again, even if it's only a year later. If you're noticing a big change in them, because you never know when the changes will occur, but they do occur. Everybody grows and changes, which is why so many marriages fall apart and relationships fall apart because people don't grow together. They grow apart. But if you pay attention and you're invested and, and you care enough, when you notice these changes happening, you know, open a conversation and talk about it because it's possible that your partner could be changing more towards who you are rather than away from you. But if you don't communicate, you won't know. You know how many people end up separated, um, fall apart, divorced, broken up, and run into each other years later, and that partner is in the exact kind of relationship that that the that that you wanted. You know what I mean? Like you run into your broken up partner, and and that person is like living the life you wanted. It happens so often. So don't let that happen to you. Communicate. And let me hear from you if, I mean, what kind of relationship do you want? And, and I named every kind from traditional to completely non-traditional. So you fall somewhere in, that in those categories, in those five categories. If you 
would be so kind as to talk to me, I would love it. Um, I will be on Chatterbait this week. I'll definitely be on Friday. Let's see, today's Tuesday. I may be on later today. If not, I'll be on tomorrow. You know, catch me. When I go on, if you're on my Snapchat, uh, which that is a that's a pay for uh, account, guys. So if it, I, that's why I don't give you my Snapchat because you have to pay for it. But if you are on my Snapchat, I will always announce there when I'm on Chatterbait. Um, sometimes I I announce on Twitter, so follow me on Twitter. Uh, but otherwise, just you know, check. And you you are free to ask me questions on Chatterbait as well. We do a lot of talking on Chatterbait. Um, yeah, so. I would like to hear from you guys. doesn't have to be an email if you want to get a hold of me in any other way. All right. But that's all I have to say about this topic. I'm very curious. Uh, oh, you may want to know what kind of relationship I'm in. So the relationship I'm in is monogamous with a, a side dish of fantasy. <laughs> monogamous with a side dish of fantasy. We do a lot of, we do a lot of talking about, um, we actually have talked a little bit about polyamory. Uh, very, 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 very little. Um, and we've talked a lot about, um, the lifestyle specifically, specifically about, um, threesomes. Uh, so yeah, that's what, that's what, relationship I'm in right now. That's the extent of it. Um, so, so I guess that's just monogamous. Uh, my ideal relationship, my ideal relationship. Well, I told you guys a while back that I, my ideal relationship would be a stag and vixen relationship. So if I were to break that down for you, that would be, um, a lifestyle relationship it would fall in that category lifestyle because stag and vixen. And if you don't know what that is, please go back and listen to my episode. But, um, basically it is, uh, a dominant and submissive relationship. And, um, he is dominant over her. Um, she's his vixen. He's, he's her stag and he enjoys her being pleasured by other men. And it's, it's way more complicated than that simple explanation. No, he's not a cuck. He's very dominant, very primal, very, very manly man and very confident. Um, but no, not, not a cuck. Uh, she's not a hot wife. She's a vixen. And, um, he does not have other women and stags typically don't have any interest in that. Although I think, I think a stag I think a stag would be invested enough in his vixen's pleasure that if she, if she wanted it badly enough to, to, to have him with another woman and her, he would probably do it for her because a stag, his primary pleasure in life is watching her pleased. So I, I would imagine a stag would give that to her if she wanted it badly enough. But beyond that, um, stags typically don't, um, they don't want a, 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 another female. Their pleasure is watching her 
their vixen be pleased by other men. And then there's a whole um, reclaiming um, tradition afterwards. And it's a whole thing. Go listen to my podcast. And I explain it all. So that would be my ideal. That would be my ideal relationship. Um, there you go. All right. I will talk to you guys later. I hope I hear from you. Please. And so if I hear from enough people, I will definitely be coming back to this topic with some answers and questions, questions and answers. And maybe I can find a, um, a couple of people to come on the podcast and we could talk about the topic. And I do have another person who I have lined up. We haven't got a date yet. I had a lot of personal issues happen, happen in May and, and this month in June, uh, that have really stopped me from, uh, completing things, accomplishing things. But I do have someone who um, I have lined up to be coming on the podcast uh, that hopefully you guys will find very interesting. Uh, other than that, that's all I got, guys. I hope I hear from you. Until next time, bye-bye.